back yep. on the Dirty Ugly Wrestling Podcast. My name is Dirty Mike. And I'm the Big Ugly. And I got to lower my register of voice because I have a real microphone. <laughs> hey, Fit Ugly, it is SummerSlam Day. It is. Uh, would you say SummerSlam? SummerSlam would be the number two, right? Would you, would uh, you say to? I think, and we're going to ask our special guests, I'm, I would say SummerSlam used to be the number two. But now it's number three you think because the Royal Rumble is now number two, I would think, for this whole group. But I don't know. We, we're going to have opinions. All right. Let, let's talk about this. SummerSlam is the guests. biggest party of the summer. <laughs> yes. It's hotter than hell. It's a match made in heaven and a match made in hell. There were so many taglines. I couldn't. I can't remember them all. Um, but this is episode notes i got notes fed ugly no, that's yeah, at least great you one. do 119 i just asked you if you had notes and you had the most honest reaction you went huh notes what are these notes yeah, you speak are, yeah. of and we are uh in the mansion penthouse the penthouse mansion the pm the mp whatever you want to call it uh on uh, the kickoff is on SummerSlam right now so we're gonna talk to you let me talk to you yeah, yeah. thank you um Special guests, as always, joining us live to recording right here. Hashtag no hashtag. Yeah. The one and only king of non-social media, yeah. CM Funk. Funk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I was waiting for you to cut me off and do uh, that again. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Great. Yeah, we're great. Big. How the heck are you? Uh, I'm, I'm ready to enjoy the biggest party of the summer. Oh, yeah. Or dig it. At least that's what they tell us it is. And we are sponsored tonight by the Macho Man Randy Savage and uh, the T-shirt that CM Funk is wearing. Yeah. Um, that's, we're going to have a lot of sponsors tonight. Redner's is a sponsor. Y'all know Redner's? Some people might know Redner's. Some, Redner's? Some people I, I, I'm may. familiar with the you, Redner's. You should be. Um, Redner's is a grocery store uh, chain here in the uh, Baltimore area. And there might be other places, too. I don't know. Do they get around? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're actually based out of Pennsylvania. But, PA? Um, but, yeah, we're, we're on a really weird tangent here at the moment <laughs> okay. already. So I, I, we haven't even gotten started. We <laughs> haven't even started. I was just talking about getting it in. But, you know, let's talk about, uh, you know, formerly known as Jason Justin Tucker, but now he is JT Wrestling. JT, welcome back to the Pension Men House. Good to be here. Mansion Menhouse. Let me let me shout that again. <laughs> a mansion Penthouse. Oh, you have a microphone in your hand. It's all good. I'm in all places. <laughs> I don't need to hear that about your personal life. There's <laughs> JT Wrestling. We have gone off. You said it, CM Funk, on a tangent. Oof. We're not even drinking yet, but we could have Steve Wait. Weiser's later. Um, well, and we decided we wanted to start recording early. This we is did. Probably a mistake in hindsight. <laughs> because we <laughs> we were talking. And the illustrious Kristen said, why aren't are you recording this? And we're like, we're already talking about why things were pulled from SummerSlam and what we're talking about. So why, why don't we talking about that? SummerSlam 2023. You know, we've been doing this for seven and a half years. That's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Yeah, yeah. At some point, we need to stop talking about how many years have gone by. I mean, eventually, it's going to be like, <laughs> yeah. we've been doing Just this old. for 24 <laughs> years. You're old. Gray yeah. hairs. Yeah. Yeah. Old. Uh, we're going to be Legends contracts yeah. pretty soon. I was once still in my 20s when we started this. <laughs> I was never in my 20s when we started this, but I was in my 30s. I was in my 30s. Um, mm -hmm. Hey. Look. Hey. SummerSlam. Yeah. Look. 
We're gonna we're gonna talk about SummerSlam because that's what we're doing. We're gonna watch SummerSlam. So we're gonna we're gonna do a segment now. We'll talk about some stuff. We'll preview SummerSlam. Then we'll come back and talk about what we've seen and then what we haven't seen so far. Can we go on a tangent about sexism? And Wait a WWE? minute. We just wow. did went on a tangent about man, food. Look, now look, we're look. gonna talk about sexism. We're controversial, man. Ah, we we yeah. are. <laughs> I mean, let's do it. Yeah. Let's let we're gonna get so, into um. As we know, two uh, women's matches were cut. Uh, CM Funk said off Unbelievable. camera. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Off so, camera, off microphone. I, I, you know, it's it just weird. We've cut two women's matches. We didn't cut any men's matches to make sure that a Slim Jim Battle Royal could get on the card. And you said these were cut as of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. Just this week, everything was cut. Trish and Becky and Rhea and Raquel. So um, Now, Rhea. One of the biggest names, one of the biggest stars, one of the biggest uh, faction leaders. She got pulled automatically. Now, why did this happen, do you think, as you take a swig of water for the working man? Because we're uh, all working men. Yeah, um, I guess I was directed back towards me. since I was It was, because you were water, taking so a swig of water. Yeah, um, you, yeah go yeah. ahead. CM um, Punk. Well, I mean, Raquel Rodriguez was written off with kind of an injury storyline last time we saw her, mm. like a week or two ago. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that is legit. Okay. Injury, haven't heard anything, but and it would would have been weird to try to get Rhea into a match without any build or story whatsoever. But true, uh, so I understand true. that. But the the Becky Trish one's a bigger one to me since this was like the third match in the trilogy and the the blow off and the. You know, and they did all this stuff about her having to go through, uh, you know, what was it, Tony Storm? Is it Tony Storm? No, not Tony Storm. Her having to go through Zoe Stark. Thank you uh, to get to. To Trish and they're like, what the hell? Like uh, they pull, and this is Becky Lynch. This is not like, you know, some mid Carter. This is Becky Lynch. That, I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking about. It, not only Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. These are Mount Rushmore women people. Hall, Trish Stratus, Hall of Famer Trish Stratus, future Hall of Famer Becky Lynch. Right, and they pull this match. And this and is what you'd be building up this. to. This is SummerSlam. They've been building this. Yes. How? What are they going to do? Do it on Raw? On no, Monday they said night? they're going to do it on uh, the next pay-per-view. They're, they're, uh, they're going to no, push uh, the storyline further. I think I saw where they moved it to SmackDown in two weeks. They're going to move it to SmackDown? I believe that's what they... I think they said it on SmackDown wow. last night. Yeah. Who the... That's crazy. But yeah, I'd heard originally Payback was supposed yeah, payback to be... Payback was the... But then I thought I saw SmackDown now. So. I do not get <laughs> this at all. I can't understand it. But that's, that doesn't make that's, sense. That's, that's borderline disrespectful yeah. at this point. Extremely. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's ridiculous. not that you don't have enough time. You even have an hour of a kickoff show where you could certainly, I mean, you know, throw one of them on there. It's not like necessarily a demotion, but don't kick it from the card. Well, uh, come ask, on now. Let me ask this. Why is it that, like, if they're doing this for Slim Jim, I get it, the branding, the advertising. It, for anybody that's into the business part of it, WWE has just, like, cleared a record, I think, for their quarter of, like, bringing in, like, 400-something million dollars. I'm sure they did. But so look- this was, like, record-breaking. But my thing is, why couldn't Slim Jim just sponsor the Becky Lynch Trish Stratus match? Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that would have been a, the easier. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's not as song. hot as L.A. Knight being in the Battle Royal because that's what's you happening right bring, now. But you could bring L.A. Knight out just to talk to the yeah. crowd. Yeah. yeah. And that would have been it. Yeah. That's all. You didn't even need to have him in a match. It would yeah. have been over. So. All just right. give him a segment. Yeah. So you, now that I look like a social justice warrior, can we forget about the women? <laughs> I mean, we, I, 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 I don't did, you say did, that, because then really, we're going to get letters. I never really cared in the first place. We, <laughs> I just had to get out of the we way. We're going to get letters. <laughs> we're well, anti, got well, anti-Semitism just, going. Playing. We got racism. We got sexism. We got uh, the dirty, ugly uh, wrestling said, podcast. Said we got racism. <laughs> we got racism. You know we've had racism from the very start. Oh, <laughs> We got Ebony and Ivory running it's this podcast. Dirty, it's dirty and it's ugly. <laughs> Let me tell 
tell you something. I mean, we are living up to the billing. <laughs> we're, we're, we're 10 minutes in, and we're, we've lived up to the billing. Dude, 119 <laughs> might be it. But ugly. <laughs> we ain't going to get to 120. We looking for 200. We, gonna, we ain't going to get to 120. Holy SoundCloud going to give us a call, man. <laughs> blaze, blaze of glory. Uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud's going to say, let me talk to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God! Wow, this is SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen. So, so okay. So back, back to the original tangent when yeah. we came on here. So Jason, Justin, Tucker, you, su- hang in. We got mics all around. So we're is do- SummerSlam really the number two pay per view? Let's start with Jason, Justin, Tucker. Is SummerSlam number two on the lineage? It's still number two for me. Okay. Wow. Why is that? Yeah. I mean, I enjoy the Royal Rumble. Um. But it, it's still number three for me. See, and I, 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 don't, I hate to jump in here like this, but why I've never <laughs> thought of SummerSlam as that big of a deal. Like even since Agreed. since 1988, I've never felt like SummerSlam was that big of a deal. Have there been big matches, big moments? Sure, sure. There have been those on Backlash and No Mercy as well. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, for me, it's Royal Rumble's always been number two. So, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to jump in. To WWE, I think that SummerSlam is number two. Mm. They look at that as the WrestleMania of the summer. Mm-hmm. I think that for in real life, everybody looks at Royal Rumble as number two. Mm-hmm. And SummerSlam is number three, and Survivor Series four. Even at this point, I don't even know if Survivor Series is on the... I mean, it used to be one of the big four. It used to be one of the only four Yeah, way I, back in the day. I, I think that nowadays Survivor Series is just there by default. Like It's just, it's just a big four by default, but yeah. I... I I think that there are other pay-per-views that are bigger than Survivor Series at this point. By the way, Gunnar Henderson just hit a two-run homer in the first inning. So, yeah, Orioles, I didn't mean to cut you off, but we're going to talk about no, yeah. that because we live yeah. in a sweet life. Yes. So, so, that, so that's sweet. what you think. Um, okay, I feel you. Now, I'm going to be the traditionalist here. Uh-oh. And I'm going to say, obviously, WrestleMania is number one. You know, no, no doubt about that. Yeah. But I even think Royal Rumble is on... In my opinion, I know that WWE doesn't deal with it like this, but Royal Rumble is on the same level as WrestleMania with me right now because of its importance, because of its, you know, even from the beginning, you know, from the beginning, Royal Rumble, you won the Royal Rumble, it's just bragging rights, Hogan, 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 whatever it was until um, until the winner of the Royal Rumble got the title, which was Ric Flair. 92. Yep. Correct, 92. And then after that, the winner of the Royal Rumble faced the main event at WrestleMania. So... I'm going to say in that instance, but I got to put SummerSlam right behind WrestleMania if Royal Rumble's on the same level. That's all I'm saying. Um, just because of how they build it up. SummerSlam's not just a day. It's a whole weekend. It's a whole week in the, in the town that they're going to that they always try to build it up like that. Um, they, they don't do that for – I don't even know if they, they should do that for the Royal Rumble. But they def- definitely treat it like a WrestleMania. So being a traditional, but like CM Funk said, there's been some big matches, but have they lived up to the hype of being the number two show? I don't know. But they, that's how WWE is going to treat it as well, of now. I mean, like no, nobody has a SummerSlam moment. You know, you have a, <laughs> you have a WrestleMania moment. You have a Royal Rumble moment. Right. People <laughs> have Royal Rumble moments. Who has ever had a SummerSlam moment? I had a great balls I, of fire I, moment I would say, one time. I, I feel like the, re- the last <laughs> SummerSlam moment it, that sticks out to me is Randy Orton, D- Daniel Bryan, when 
Triple H. Hell Turn yeah. Hill. What was that, like 2013? That was 13. Yeah. Was 13. I was in the building for that. That yeah, was beautiful. That, that's probably like the last like SummerSlam moment that I can think of. Other than the like, bulldozer last year. The tractor. Oh, the yeah, tractor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's yes. the one thing yes. I can remember about that. See, and, and for me, like, I have like I have very limited like memories of SummerSlam moments. This like, is why I asked y'all you know? a question a couple of days ago. Yeah, like, on the group text. Like like I can remember, <clears throat> and because I'm old school, I can remember Warrior coming in, squashing Honky Tonk Man. Hell and, yeah, and and in the the streak and all that, you know. But like after that, like it gets a little bit fuzzy, you know. I remember <laughs> I can remember Savage and oh, Miss Elizabeth getting married, you know. Some the of match things, made in but, heaven, right? Right. But, but yeah, it's I don't know. Like SummerSlam for me just has never done it. So well today it might because they've already pulled two matches. So I mean, <laughs> here's the women's match right here: Charlotte, Oscar, and right. Bianca and Belair. Of all the women's matches they had to keep on. Go figure. Charlotte Flair was involved. Ah, how about that, huh? And that one's not being sponsored by anybody, right? And <laughs> look, they're so, even sponsored by Cricket yeah. Wireless. They got C4 Energy. They got Rocket Mortgage. They got money coming from everywhere. And I'm sorry, Jesus. The Trish Becky storyline to me is better than this. Hundred percent, it's, it's, it's way better. Hundred percent. So if, if I'm if I'm if I'm talking an easy cut match, it's going to be this. And maybe they feel like they can't cut this because it's a championship match compared so to was theirs. But theirs just has a better storyline going. No, uh, no doubt, no doubt. This this in in my opinion, this is the best of what's left. You know, and this is how to get all these three on the show. And this is this is I want to say filler. I, it kind of is, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's popcorn. Yeah, it's a popcorn match. It's a come down match. When you're when the only women's match you have, and it is, does have the championship, and the champion is the third wheel in the match, right? Like you, something's wrong. No offense to any of the three of them, actually, because they're they're awesome. But this this is not this is something that they threw together in the last two weeks that they've been teasing for you know ever on SmackDown, but not doing anything with it. So anyway. What, what, what do you think? Do you think that's a Jason, a JT wrestling, as it were? Is this match going to be any good? Charlotte, Oscar, Bianca, and who's going to win? Let's just get I, it out of the way now. I believe they're going to keep the belt on Oscar. Okay. I, I see a nod, nod of affirmative over there by CM Funk, possibly. And, uh, yeah, how about that? Okay. So, uh, and, but did, does Charlotte and, and Bianca, do they keep uh, going at each other? Um, I don't think so. No? Or maybe just one more match on either SmackDown or Raw. Does Bianca finally turn heel? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> that would make this a hell of a lot more yeah, interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, please. This would make a I mean, hell of a lot more. she been on the main roster now? Like two years? Two, two three years three now? Years, probably. About three, three years. years. Yeah, yeah, she was main event in WrestleMania. It's a ago. mistake because I feel like when she turns heel, it's going to be the Roman Reigns effect. Like they're going to see... That's where she belongs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to elevate her character. Yeah. Um, why is it? I mean, listen, Charlotte does not need to be involved in a championship <laughs> match <laughs> at every turn. I mean. No I'm wonder she's the 18-time yeah, champion. I, I'm think, I'm think, <laughs> I, I always come back to four years ago when we were at WrestleMania, and she got added to that masterpiece of a storyline with Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey. Right. When right. she just did not need to be in there. No. Right. No, hundred percent. They're always finding a way to put her in the championship picture. Th this should probably just be between Oscar and Bianca. You know what has to get added in. <laughs> you know, I'm going to add on to what you just said. You remember the finish of that match that was uh, that's probably still going on right now because that WrestleMania was so freaking long. Do you remember the finish of that match? Uh, it was 
It was Becky beating Ronda, wasn't it? Yeah. So what the hell was Charlotte doing there? She had no relevance in the outcome of that match whatsoever. She came in on a helicopter. They shot it earlier in the night. That's all they did. Listen, it's because... I'm sorry. I'm raising my voice. I apologize. We recognize it was just backstage politics. This was going to be the first time that women headlined WrestleMania ever. And whether it was Vince or anybody else was like, Charlotte Flair just has to be a part of this. Right. Like, they, they couldn't stand anybody the else. idea that Charlotte Flair was not a part of the first. And it was just like, yeah. didn't need it. Becky Lynch was bigger than Charlotte Flair. Amen. De- deal with it. Yep. So was Ronda at so that point. So was Ronda at that point. Just deal with it. Like, <laughs> she's had her moments. Of, when we got there four years ago, she was already, what, like 10-time champ? <laughs> like, it, like, it, 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 it was, what, WrestleMania was at WrestleMania 9 all over again, wedging Hulk Hogan oh, into the, uh, the championship uh, oh. at, at the end of the night. You know? Yeah. It's same, exactly. same type yeah. of thing. Jim, that was Jim Ross's first night in the company. He wanted to quit. Right after that was over, yeah. <laughs> like, he he but, had to fight to call that at the end. Like, what the hell are you talking? What yeah. are you doing, but, man? Yeah. This, this triple threat tonight, though, like, like none of it makes any sense to me. Nope. I feel bad for Oscar because again, she's kind of the odd person out, and she's the champion. I do think I agree with uh, JT Wrestling. I think Oscar walks away with the title still. Mm. I think Charlotte and Bianca, however, do continue their feud afterwards. Because okay. They're the two biggest female stars on SmackDown. Sorry, Asuka. They don't True. Need, they don't need a title to have a storyline, just like Becky and Trish didn't need to have a title to have a storyline. Correct. And and it leaves the possibility of EO Sky cashing in. Ah. Now see, that would make this all worthwhile. I mean, I would love to see that kind of a moment here at SummerSlam. That would be but, great. But does that mean they give Charlotte the cheap five-minute win to add to her collection of titles, and then she loses immediately to Io Sky. That's very in. possible because they that, want her to break the record. Because that feels like a WWE storyline. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sure, that does. We'll see who's running the show backstage at night if that happens. Um, okay, that's enough time talking about this match because that, that's you know. So we gave it real quick. The Ahsoka trailer is on. It is. Me and CM Funk are very hyped right now. I got to catch up, man. Uh, I got to. So this is going to be on uh, Disney Disney Plus, Plus, right? Yeah. August 23rd. They got they got members of Rebels. It's it's pretty much Rebel Rebel sequel. Right. Real life. I I can't describe how hyped I am. Right. It's it's (laughs) I'm more excited for this than I should be. Right. (laughs) And it it is sad because Ray Stevens is is, uh, passed away not too long ago. He'll be the villain. So it kind of sucks. He won't be around to see this premiere. But yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was our nerd out tangent. Yeah. For By this. the way, that's all right. Shout out to Duke's mayonnaise uh, because they have a wrestling commercial and it's pretty good mayonnaise. So shout out to it. <laughs> that's going to be y'all more interesting. Celebrity deathmatch. Yeah, yeah, hell exactly yeah. What that looks like yeah, exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Shout out to old school MTV. You, yeah. you right about that. Yeah, man. Stone Cold put that Stone over. Cold. Yeah, he sure yeah. did. Yeah. Oh man, this is great. So, uh, yeah. Wow, um, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you guys this you question. You ask this. Go ahead. So, uh, recently, Cody Rhodes and everybody, uh, Cody Rhodes, I think Roman Reigns has gone on record saying it's Seth Rollins, that this era of wrestling is the best era in wrestling, even from compared to the mid-80s with Hogan and compared to the Attitude Era, that this is the re- – Now, a lot of times they're going on to talk about the, the money they're making, which I don't think you can argue that because the numbers are numbers. However, I don't think they're counting for inflation. And the fact that WWE is just more global than it was in the mid '80s, yeah, and Attitude Era, sure. But from lifelong fan perspective, is this era of wrestling the best that you've seen? 
Mm, no. It's pretty damn good. There's so much content out there right now that we talk about that all the time. But uh, I got to say that, you know, in, in our lifetimes, which it hasn't been that long because we're not that old. It's not. That's not what it is. But, <laughs> <laughs> hey, episode I'm 400. not staying up late tonight to watch. Some we're not either. Uh, but anyway, um, the Attitude Era was the defining pro wrestling era. This is at the birth of. Of the internet, like AOL, Time Warner, you know, and this is this is how two companies made something that was pretty regional for most part a worldwide global phenomenon, and that was, in my opinion, the best time. Now, granted, I was just getting into wrestling, WrestleMania four, WrestleMania five, whatever, but that era of wrestling, like the eighties rock and wrestling, the uh, the Hulkamania. Great, wonderful, you know, big, big stuff. But I'd say Attitude Era was first. This era right now, social media, global enterprise, everything happening, this has got to be second to that. And then right there in that mid-'80s when pro wrestling took a sports entertainment jump, that's got to be third. But they didn't have, they still didn't have the access that they have now. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's how it spreads. And we have much more ways to spread it now but just at the beginning of that i, I just love go ahead you're chomping at the bit over there cm funk uh, jt oh jt go for go. it i was just going to agree that the attitude era is better i got in kind of late myself um uh going to like two or three live matches back in the 80s i was really young and i really didn't know what was going on it was just like someone's taking me somewhere fun yeah but, uh i was more in tune to the attitude era okay Go yes. ahead, let's say CM. So, you know, for me, I have a different take on it. That's good. I think all three eras, the the rock and wrestling era, the attitude era, and this global media era, I think I think it's hard to compare. It's like comparing apples to apples. You're, you're, or you're not comparing apples to apples right. here. You know, I think it's difficult to say because, <clears throat> like, I... Well, I would probably say the 90s Attitude Era probably had the most impact culturally. Mm. It's hard to really say that, though, when you look back at the 80s rock and wrestling and where that reached. If it weren't for that, the 90s era, Attitude Era, doesn't ever happen. You're right. So so for me, like, all, and to me, this era that we're currently in is a combination of what the 80s and the 90s wrestling eras were. Sure. You know, where it is culturally important yep. and not just WWE slash WWF independent wrestling mm, oh yeah promotions and stuff yeah. I mean th- you know it's like having regional promotions in the 80s or having the independent underground scene in the 90s you know we're we're back to having all that great wrestling competition the content as was mentioned earlier you know so it to me I don't know that you can necessarily compare I don't uh, you know I can't argue with what the uh, the superstars are saying, you know, because as you mentioned, Fit Ugly, you know, yeah, money wise, sure, they're they're making it hand over fist, right absolutely. Now, so, but but like I think what you're saying is for its time and place, it was dominant. Like I think there's that mid, you know, that 2005 to 2015 era where it kind of trailed off just because we didn't really have 
you know, we just we, had John Cena. Yes. We did. We couldn't see him. So I mean, yeah. But it, it was that era where you didn't have the the mainstream dominance. But for each era that you're describing, each one made such an impact that pro wrestling had so, an enormous impact each time. And we're right now at the height of one of those, one of those uh, things. What, answer your own question, Fed Ugly. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that I I don't think that we can say it's it's the best era. Okay, I, I, I don't. I don't. I feel like we're getting to a point where I think wrestling's in a good position. Oh to yes. make a to make a comeback. I think that there needs to be a certain amount of stars that align when wrestling becomes at the center of pop culture. And it kind of goes away for a while, and then the stars align again. But there has to be like certain societal changes that are happening, and wrestling comes about. Sure. But I, I think that with, without the mid '80s, like like Sanford said, you're not getting the Attitude Era. But I think the Attitude Era was probably the peak of stardom for WWE, and I just don't think they're there right now. So I can't say this is the best era. They're doing and I don't think you get what's. And I don't mean to cut you off, but you don't oh, yeah. get what's happening right now without the Attitude Era yeah. or Rock and Wrestling. Absolutely, era. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It keeps evolving. Evol- right, right. Yeah, yeah. Now I I do agree that you know like the stars of the '90s probably were bigger i mean because today they're still the biggest stars still in the, the world right. like, yes like, we're I mean, still at, referring back yes. to them i mean look at look at the rock i mean right, he's yeah. the biggest movie star in the world and 20 years ago he's the biggest wrestler in the world right like, right you know so right. so yeah i totally get it from that aspect and all i just think it, you know it's it's hard to compare i think yeah it's it's a great question yeah. though. it makes you really think and how how i say i don't want to put the dating on it but that we how long we've been fans of professional wrestling but this is why we continue to do this podcast this is why we continue to watch these shows yeah it's something different i mean it, and obviously there's things that we like better and yeah. things that are more interesting but it yeah, just well, keeps evolving dude speaking of the rock I'm, I'm moving since we're talking about the rock can you smell it Yes. <laughs> can, yeah. JT Wrestling, can you smell it? I can. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I just um, farted. But anyway, moving like, on. Oh, I thought it was pie. Okay, no. never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's um, bacon? Yeah. Who's bacon? <laughs> so uh, uh, so let me ask this. We know that the the writer's strike is currently happening <laughs> in Hollywood. Damn right. right? I love the it. The writer's strike is happening and actor strike, which could be the perfect storm for wrestling because there happens to be two popular wrestlers that are actors. Three. Three. Popular wrestling. We're going to get to the third one because I got two in mind, but I'm, I'm going to ah, yeah. about the third one. <laughs> Is this fantastic for wrestling and what could potentially happen uh, at WrestleMania? I think what you guys know what I'm going at. Mm, Everybody's been wanting a rock to mm, return to face Roman Reigns. Mm, could we be seeing that? Could we see John Cena coming back mm, on a more frequent schedule? Let's go. <laughs> Start with JT. Go for it. I, I believe there could come back. Um, I haven't seen anything. I. Um, don't know how old or new it is, but I saw a movie with um, John Cena and Jackie Chan in it. Oh, yeah. They're promoting that Netflix movie. It was decent. It was decent. Um, but, um, Jackie Chan's still doing his own stunts? I believe so. Isn't he oh, like 68 years, years old? Like 70. Holy shit. How is he not broken yet? Anyway, but okay. So, Jeez. yeah. So, you think it could be good, JT yes. Wrestling? I think, I, I, Yeah. Dude, this is the time right now. It, they, they don't have schedules in front of them. This is the time to lock them down, put them on a paycheck, and say, here, let's do it now. Because The Rock is pushing 50 years old. Well, well it is, he, is, he is 50. Oh, I'm sorry. He, he's over 50. He ain't pushing yeah. it. He's over it. <laughs> yeah. Is that why Grayson Waller 
has been calling out the Rock. I certainly hope so. The last several Tease weeks. It. Right. Please. Wow. They are I, teasing that the Rock might be at SummerSlam. Hadn't even put the strikes together with, with, with the wrestling. As, as mediocre as this card could be and as they're pulling things for time, who do you think they're giving that time to? You smell it? I, sm- I can smell it. It doesn't matter who they're giving it that time. It doesn't matter. Sorry. For the millions of people that are there and millions. No, this is you're absolutely right. I, I, I completely and The Rock, John Cena, Batista should finally get inducted into the Hall of Fame. He was supposed to go in several years ago. It COVID happened. Then conflicts happened with his schedule. It, he needs to do this now. He needs to headline the Hall of Fame. I mean, this could all the way go through WrestleMania. If you book them now, they, yeah, or book them for a couple months up from Royal Rumble until WrestleMania at least, do it now. Pay them. Get them on because what you do, the window is closing. You can't bring back The Rock when he's 55, 60. No, you could, but yeah, you no. shouldn't. Should. Yeah. Uh, and John Cena can continue to do what he's doing, five moves of doom, uh, you know, uh, Grant and gives a wishes, whatever that is. And Batista, you know, he can be Batista all the time. He's retired from the ring, but he can be in the Hall of Fame. Batista, yeah. So, oh, that's the third guy. That's the Batista. third guy. Yeah, I guess, you know what? You're absolutely right. I, I, I think I didn't think of Batista because he's kind of made it so clear that he doesn't want to come back. Right. Besides for the Hall of Fame. Right. But absolutely. He, he needs to get that Hall of Fame. But could they do this CM Funk? Could they do this now? Is this the time? I mean, the, the time the, is up. The, the time is now. Right. It is now. So, right. Yeah. Can't you're you're not going to get a better time. I mean, <laughs> nah. none of these people, none of these guys are working for not like who, who actively, how, yeah, right. not actively working for the next couple of months. They, they're going to just want something to do, some income coming in. And this would be the time to do it. I mean, as hot as wrestling has been recently. Correct. And you building up to the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, listen. And we can talk about this. I was just about to lead into this, but I mean, Peacock did a whole Cody Rose documentary. Yeah, Ooh. it's that's pretty major for like a streaming company to actually do because this wasn't like WWE twenty four, right? This was actually right, Peacock right. doing exactly it on Cody when Rose. they started this yeah. Peacock deal with WWE. Yeah. This is the first thing that they started recording, right? Exactly. So it's like this is kind of a big deal that you know wrestlers are being put out there in the forefront representing like streaming content original content and uh, talking about the cody doc i don't know if everybody's seen it yet y'all seen it jt you seen it i have seen it okay if we seen it you seen it but fit ugly I did see it. okay yeah, so we all got we all watched this doc there's obviously no um it's not a coincidence that it's come that came out uh, six days before SummerSlam, and Cody's doing all the press for SummerSlam, and Cody's in a, one of the main event matches against Brock for SummerSlam. Uh, th- th- there's not a coincidence. This is strategic as hell. Uh, Cody is their guy, so the doc was filmed very well. This is one of the best ones they've done, without a doubt. Yeah, no question. Without a doubt, no, no question. question. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. This is better than the AEW stuff. They, the A A and A and E stuff they've been. Oh doing. yeah, now the, it's better are... than the AEW stuff too. <laughs> you mean that secondary company? <laughs> right, the secondary. Wow, uh, can we just throw that out there that Triple H said that and they left that in the doc? Can we just say that he, you know, oh, it's that's that secondary company he was working for. Now Cody called it an alternative company, or or, or Stephen Amell in the commentary, but they literally had Triple H on the screen. They did not cut that out, calling AEW a secondary company. 
Well, it's better than calling it a piss hand company. Which I mean, yeah, which too. So, <laughs> dude, that seriously, that was a shot. If I ever heard, I mean, but they took they took enough shots at, at, at Triple H. They take it all the time. So, wow. But that was a good doc. That was excellent. And uh, I think champion or not, that's great for Cody to be the face face of the company. Yeah. Roman can be the champion for 2,000 days. He still might be, but Cody is the, the face of the company. You know, I, I think this made me recognize. Uh, I knew what Cody Rhodes had done, like going out, betting on himself, doing all that. I, it made me for a moment pause and realize that 20 years from now, we're going to recognize how much of an impact Cody Rhodes had on the wrestling business. Mm, yeah. I don't think we fully appreciate it right now, but the, him going out, betting on himself, making that list, putting it out there online – fulfilling that list starting a new company it revived wrestling because even though AEW yep. is always a secondary company it still spurned a competition again it sure that did. was not there when it was just tna and tna was falling on the decline you know aew became a true contender in a sense no yeah. it's true and that's because of cody Rhodes. right yeah i it's it's funny you you talk about cody that way because when i got to the end of watching that doc my first thought was Cody's bigger than his dad. Cody, yeah. Cody is more influential in the world of professional wrestling than Dusty Rhodes. Now. And this goes about the times that we were talking about too, because in the eighties they didn't have the reach. It was more. It was yeah. It was kind of like that Southern promotion at NWA. I mean, yeah, he got the polka dots in the WWF, but he never reached that status, whether he won world championships or not. And he became a booker and a writer and everything. But Cody, Cody's freaking huge at this point. You are hundred percent right. Yeah. And I want to say that's why, and you know, I, I at the end of the day, I don't personal beef is whatever. But I've heard Seth Rollins. I heard he was upset about Cody coming back and getting a position that he got at, uh, I guess against Reigns. What was that at WrestleMania, right? Okay, just just because okay. and they have like legitimate beef. You know, Rollins and, and I think Becky Lynch felt like he should be in that position, right? Yeah. But it's like in my mind, and, and it's funny because Rollins was a huge part of that documentary. It's like in my mind. Put some respect on Cody Rhodes' name. Amen. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, you may think you should be in that position. I'm not taking anything away from Seth Rollins, but it's like, yo, Cody earned that position. Right. How many wrestlers leave WWE, go make a name for themselves on the indies, and then help start a brand new company that becomes a legitimate, like, secondary company at WWE? No question. Like, yeah. legitimate contender. He left, uh, and he yeah. even said it, six-figure income it, when he had yeah. a new wife. He yeah. got it, bought a new house. They wanted to have yeah. a family. Yeah. He left it all behind to go work C the correct. indies, yeah. basically, for a couple years. So, so when he comes back and he's in the main event, no, he, he earned that. Amen. He, he right. earned it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he right. earned it. Yeah. He, I mean, you put him in the spot against Seth at WrestleMania 38 in Dallas, uh, and, you know, the match that they put on, and even though it was very well understood that Cody was going to be put in that spot almost, even though it wasn't revealed at that point in time, he earned it right there. Right. And then, you know, he had that whole program with Rollins, and then he got hurt, and he worked hurt with the, with the separated, uh, with the blasted shoulder, whatever it was. Earned it again. Earned it, yeah. And then while he was off, he was still doing press for WWE while he was rehabbing and all that. Earned it again. Yeah. Won the Royal Rumble, earned that. Yeah. Main event at WrestleMania, earned that. Absolutely. Wait, if there's anybody that is the epitome of going out there and grabbing that brass ring, it's Cody Rhodes it's at Cody this point. Rhodes. Yep. And people like Seth and Becky have nothing to sneeze at because they've been in the position where maybe they're not the top of the – they're not running the company. They're not the face of the company, but they've been champion. They've been that, that guy, that girl. They've been main events WrestleMania. You know, they, they've been in that spot. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, you know, this Seth Rollins beef thing that, you know, like – 
Could the have end been. of the day, this is professional wrestling. Amen. How much of this is a work? You know, oh, you, think, so, yeah. you think it might be? Yeah, because what Seth had to say on that documentary. It was too complimentary, it was right? Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was not Seth the held same back a little so, bit. So, yeah. yeah. Talk, yeah. They, didn't, they might not have edited Cody. They might have edited Seth a yeah. little bit. Right. And now, now the two of them, are they best friends that are going to nah. go out to dinner every night? Nah. Maybe, Maybe not, yeah. But. but Come on, you know. Yeah, it's you got a. You said it. Put some respect on that name. Yeah, you got to put respect Cody, on that name. Cody Rhodes, respect. For sure. Amen. See, J- yeah. JT Wrestling said so. And that's the bottom line. So, look, that Cody doc was put out there. I mean, they, they, they made any things and they made 30 minute snips, hour long snips, but they didn't have an entire streaming service following them around for two years plus. There's a reason they did that. Cody. May, may not be the champion at some point in time. One of the champions doesn't have to be. He is legitimately carrying the reputation of this company on his back, allowing Roman Reigns to be the biggest heel champion in the company at the same time. Because Roman's, Roman can still be that guy, but he's not going to be that promotional because he's going to stay in character 100% of the time. Cody Rhodes understands the business possibly better than anybody else out there right now you're right absolutely he's seen well because not only did he grow up in it and see it he's now seen both sides of it the other side right he's seen the the top company in the world and he's seen the bottom companies you know and and everything in between and and, and not only that but he's seen the bottom companies after being in the top companies right because most of them have seen like bottom tier companies on their way up right Right. right. it's a difference from going at the top and then going back down right and then going back up right that's real reality yeah Because, I mean, even me watching footage of him performing, I think it was like almost like, like in a high school gym. Yeah. I, I had no idea. You know, I'm looking at it like, damn, Cody went from like WWE. To, he was performing at high school gyms? Yeah. Like, bro, this is what you left for? Right. You know Got to shout out to I MCW Pro Wrestling because he yeah. was in there, MCW, yeah, uh, a couple yeah, of times yeah. uh, wrestling for Evolve. So Yeah, it's just like, bro. It's amazing that I, 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 he is the modern generation John Cena Hulk Hogan, he's playing that role right now. Agreed. And yeah. he going to do it for as Agreed. long as they can. Yeah. Uh, Hogan put it great where he, in, in that towards the end where, yeah. you know, where he said that, um, and I'm forgetting exactly how he worded it, but he just talked about how he's so far out in front of everybody that they can barely see his like taillights yeah. at this point yeah. and all. And it's like, yeah. you're he right. understands timing. He understands the business. And if there's anybody who understands all that, it's Hulk Hogan. He played the backstage political card and he, he worked in the ring differently than everybody else. And he, obviously he's gone through some things, but damn, he is the modern day position of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I swear to God. It's fantastic. Agreed. Okay. Can we talk about Logan Paul and Ricochet for a minute? Because nope. we're better on the mic than both of those guys are. <laughs> all right, who all right, who there's gonna be some high spots in this match. It's gonna it's gonna be a high spot match. No, this is gonna be a Matt classic. Are you, you kidding me? A Matt. Somebody's gonna fall on it. Oh man. And and not hopefully to get up. Look at that. There's Listen, a bot by the way, there's a pretty good documentary on Netflix with uh Jake Paul and Logan's a part of it, and it's pretty interesting about social media empire. Yeah. Anyway. But Everything you said is absolutely correct about their mic work. Yep. However, Logan Paul is entertaining in the ring. Yes, he, he is. He's entertaining. And, and so I, is Ricochet. And I think with Ricochet in the ring with him, I, obviously it's going to be a spot fest. Um, but I think it's, it's going to be entertaining. L- Logan Paul has to win, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I would think so. Absolutely. Logan Paul wins over absolutely. Ricochet. What do you think? I mean, Ricochet I never so. wins. 
Right. Ricochet never wins. So. Who, yeah, like, yeah. Ricochet is there to make and, other and, people look yeah, better. Yeah. Correct. And it's like you don't really have anything to set Ricochet up for. Logan right. Paul, you can put him in the main event again. You know where I'm going to put Ricochet? I'm going to put Ricochet with the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. You I mean, need some business to be you, done. You mean the Suit Profits. The yeah. Suit. And the, crazy Sorry. Part, yeah, and the crazy part is is Ricochet's charisma is the only thing holding his career back. True. Yeah. That's literally it. True. His, la- his lack thereof, I should right. say. <laughs> That's it. He's, I mean, obviously he they need this kind of content yeah. as well. He, I mean, he's got to be the most athletic guy on the roster. But if it wasn't for Logan Paul, Ricochet wouldn't be in this spot. So Correct. Good for yeah. him. And that's another thing about Logan Paul coming in and taking the spot, taking the spotlight. You know, this guy's built a social media empire. He's got millions of people following him, you know, and, and they're putting him in spots. And he's earning what they're giving him to do. He's earning it, yeah. So, yeah, he's earned his spot. What are you going to do? Yeah. Tell Logan Paul he can't get your uh, buy rates up and get your paychecks f- f- uh, fatter? What are you going to do? Seriously. At Spot Fest, though, somebody, it's going to be huge. We're going to have people flying off sets. Um, it's going to be something. It's yeah. going to be ridiculous. Listen, I mean, say what you want. I, I, I don't follow a lot of the Paul Brothers content, but I will say that when it comes to, like, you know, athletics and whatever sport they're trying to do, they take it serious. They sure do. And you can't, ta- you can't take it away from them. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, uh, Jake, Jake is uh, boxing same night as Logan's wrestling tonight. That's right. Right, tonight, yeah, right? Yeah, Nate, Nate Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. Diaz. What was it? Nate, 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 Nate Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. I, I saw that earlier. I was looking at that. I was like, "That's on a pay per view." So they got they got they're yeah. going to have a million buy rate oh, on that pay per view, yeah. and then they're going to have people watching SummerSlam yeah. all over the yeah. world. Those brothers taking over yeah. the freaking world yeah. right now. Which I'm gonna just sidebar this and say, Nate. I'm sorry, I, I, Nate's going to get knocked out. I, I'm sorry. He, really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow, that's strong. Jake Paul has far too much at this point boxing experience over Nate Diaz. I get Nate Diaz is a legit fighter. But his boxing ability, just like all the other MMA guys, it's not going to compare. That's strong. It's all not, right. It's not going to compare. Fair. And, and, and Jake you, has real hitting power. Oh, yeah. It's real hitting power. Yeah. He did when he was sloppy a couple years ago, but now that he can control it, <clears throat> shit. Anyway, yeah, check that Netflix uh, documentary out on Jake Paul. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, we are roughly 10 minutes away from the start of SummerSlam, so that's when we're going to take a break. But do not go anywhere because we're going to come back and review what we've seen and preview what we haven't. And thank you for bearing with us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and finding us because we are still legitimately the eighth uh, top eight professional wrestling WWE podcast. Uh, it's still uh, it's fantastic. We got to yeah. get that. That's right. Get them numbers up. Uh, we're going to be doing it, and we're going to have some plenty of interviews to go this year. It's going to be great. Ford Field, site of WrestleMania 23, now the site of SummerSlam, and uh, Titus O'Neil. Before we go, can we talk about one more tangent? One World more. Wide. One more. Yeah, we got more. All right, one more tangent. Go ahead. Should I wait for it to come back? One more. Just the last tangent. I, I feel like we was alluding to this. What do you guys think about the new Hurt Business-ish faction? I want it to happen. I, I'd like it to happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to happen, JT? I'd like it to happen. I saw the mock-up picture on Facebook, and I thought it looked good. They need it. Yeah. Uh, I'm with it. It'd be wonderful. Uh, yeah, Bobby right. Lashley. I, I just I just hope Cedric and Shelton get a chance to play again. So. And I hope MVP <laughs> comes back again. I don't know where he went. Uh-huh. but uh, Speaking of MVP, where's Omos? Anyway, okay. You mean that guy who fought Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Yeah, that's the one. Is, oh, is, is Omos just the next? Is he big, the big uh, big Kali of this era? Yeah, I guess. The great Kali, sure. Great Kali, yeah, I'm sorry. 
Oh, that reminds me of the worst SummerSlam moments in history. <laughs> I was, like, was going to ask you, but I'm sorry, Greg one, Colley. One, I love you. You're Hall of Famer. One more tangent, which means about 12 more. Nah, payouts. we got tangents. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that because I want to get to that. Uh, but, yeah, you, your uh, heart business needs to come back and suit business. I like it. Uh, shout out. Yeah, the, uh, the suit profits, man. Suit profits. I like it. Shout out to Sinead O'Connor, who passed away, and also Pee Wee yeah. Herman, one of the former uh, hosts Howard. of Monday yeah. Night Raw. Yeah. Damn it. Love Pee Wee. Great stuff. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's I, talk about the. I know you are, but what am I? If you <laughs> thank you, if you happen to pick a worst SummerSlam moment, if you even have that in your, because it's it's hard to. It's not a lot of memorable stuff. There's some good memorable stuff, uh, but there's a couple of bad moments too. I've got two that are in the top of my mind. But go ahead, somebody. I, I'd like to go last on this one. Last. I saw the great Kali moment of uh, him and Batista. Right, that that was terrible. That anything was, with, yeah, anything with the great Kali, I'm a, it's just it's in the terrible box. I like great yeah. Kali coming down yeah. at the greatest Royal Rumble. It took yeah. him an hour and a half to get there, but that's all right. Yeah, it's in it. Um, all right. So that's. Do you have a worst SummerSlam moment, Jay? Something that sticks out? You're like, I don't like it. I don't because I looked up the worst ones according to a couple of websites, mm-hmm. and I don't agree. Really? I mean, I, I guess in certain people's minds it was. I mean. The one that sticks out is Undertaker versus Undertaker, <laughs> but it's not. It wasn't terrible, but uh, it was story. That was storyline. Yeah. It told the story. What uh, you know, that was? Uh, what was it? Uh, Leslie Nielsen was in that storyline, and George Kennedy, the naked right, gun guy. Right, right, right. That was fantastic. <laughs> no, I mean it was goofy as hell, but it was fantastic. Um, you wanted to go last, so I got I got two tied for. They might be yours. I don't know. Maybe after yesterday, you might have had something different, but the Lex Express. This whole shit with Lex Luger. I loved Lex Luger back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, especially WCW. He was one of the next big things. He was fantastic. Went to WWE, became the narcissist Lex Luger, which was a terrible gimmick, even though Bobby Heenan was a great manager. And then he became Stars and Stripes Lex Luger, which was even worse. Then they put him on a bus going around on tour. Go fighting his way to SummerSlam just to lose the damn match to Yokozuna. We didn't lose. He won. Uh, he did not win the title. This is a whole. No, but he won the match. Right. This is a whole Dusty Rhodes thing. They didn't win the match, but he he won the match, but he didn't win the title. Right. Good anyway, good Dusty finish. That's number one. Number actually, that's number two. Number <laughs> one, my worst. This was I hated watching this. And Jam and Jason, shout out to him. He would agree with this too. We're defending the WWF Championship, Big Daddy Cool Diesel, against the newly crowned King uh, Mabel. Yeah. Holy shit, was that bad. I can't even watch it on Peacock. It's so bad. <laughs> they should have edited that for time, content, and just said, you know what? It happened. Let's forget about it. That Summer Sam has a whole new main event. That, <laughs> whatever match went on before it. I have no idea what it was. It could have been Bret Hart, Jerry Lawler, Kiss My Foot. It could have been Hakushi. It could have been Duke the Dumpster, Drosy. It could have been Doink the Clown. I don't know. But anything would have been better than that freaking match. My, so, Sorry. Uh, no, no. Those I are, know, those no are, offense those to anybody. Those are fantastic. Anything with King Mabel in it is probably going to be terrible. Oh, my God. He's right I love Men on a Mission, though. I like that tag Ma- team. Mabel and Great Khali in a main event <laughs> anywhere in the country. Wow. Um, so, all right. I didn't have a worse moment because I hate SummerSlam. I don't care for SummerSlam, <laughs> whatever. But I, Thanks for I, being here, though. We today, appreciate it. I have a, an answer for you. The worst SummerSlam moment is the fact that two women's matches got pulled off of this year's 
SummerSlam at the very last minute. Wow. That's it. There's mine. I thought you were yeah. going to go back to SummerSlam 88 because you were watching that the other day. No, that was and, actually a good show overall. And, and you know, just to, <laughs> Is that just, the Mega Powers and the Mega Bucks? Yes, it is. I thank you. Yeah. And just to revisit that for a second, I know we started off talking about that, but it goes to show that, you know, sometimes you think you're making progress and, and, it, and it goes to show that may, maybe you're not. Because if we, if we recall back about, and that was 11 years ago, I think at the two, 2012 WrestleMania, mm. if you remember, there was that mixed tag match with like uh, Funkasaurus and... Uh, Kenzai and then Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow and oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the yeah. Bella Twins and if you remember that match got pulled yeah right, WrestleMania right. right and 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 of course you know it included the women and they were all they were very upset about that yeah and it's like 10, 11 years later we're still pulling women's matches <sighs> even when they're completely fleshed out storylines yep for battle royals which are the epitome of just time fillers Filler, yeah yeah it's and, crazy you know and if Cool. If Raquel Rodriguez is really injured, no doubt, pull pull the match, whatever, fine. And you don't need to put Rhea in something that's going to make her look weak, right. and you don't need to, to pull her down. But, yeah, you don't but, need to risk her. But to pull a fully developed storyline and match... From, from a Hall of Famer off. and it's another future Hall of Famer. At your supposed second biggest uh, show of the year, you know. Yeah, I don't like that. All right. I can't help it. Tangents. And by the way, British Bulldog, Bret Hart, WrestleMania, I mean, uh, SummerSlam 92 in uh, Wembley. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good Wembley Stadium show, even though the next podcast we're going to be talking about All In, which uh, has the uh, opportunity to break the attendance record or at least the inflated attendance record. Um, we'll see. One match has been signed for that so far, but even when no matches were signed, about 80,000 tickets pre-sold. Not bad, huh? No, not bad at all. Oh, boy. They're all in. They're all in. All right. So uh, we're probably going to get the preview Tribal Combat later with uh, Roman Reigns defending against Jey Uso because we're going to come back in the middle of the show. Actually, we'll probably come back during that triple threat women's match because we'll have some time. Um, but anyway, uh, this is great. Uh, yeah, stay tuned because you know, watch SummerSlam, watch it where you know, watch it wherever you are. Check out Peacock, check out your app, and uh, enjoy some good food. Enjoy some. Uh, wonderful pro wrestling sports entertainment and we'll come back a little bit later with our second segment of episode 119 of the dirty ugly wrestling podcast yeah yeah <laughs> oh we're back yeah yeah i'm sorry about that i was uh you know we're uh, this, uh, once again the dirty ugly wrestling podcast my name is dirty mike i know the big ugly sorry about that i was uh Doing two things. We were just waking up from this uh, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, uh, once in a lifetime, hopefully, uh, I guess we'll call it a match or a fight. Uh, and uh, Fit Ugly, we're, we're still watching SummerSlam. Yeah. I just thought this was a good time to pick up the microphone because we've been involved all night. Uh, it, we just kind of. Smack down that SummerSlam. We got disengaged. <laughs> Uh, but we are also joined by uh, hashtag no hashtag CM Funk. Hello, hello. And uh, the one and only JT Wrestling. Welcome What's up, back, people. Hey, man. All right, so we don't have to talk about that too much. Um, Ronda Rousey passed out. Match was over. There it is. So, what'd y'all think of SummerSlam so far? JT Wrestling, you got the microphone. What do you think? I like it so far. Yeah. What's your favorite part so far? Probably the Brock Lesnar Cody match. The second match on the card. How about that, huh? 
when Cody Rhodes uh, got the crap beat out of him for quite a long time, but then ended up winning the match, and Brock Lesnar shook his hand. That's your favorite part so far. Very good. Fit Ugly, how about you, partner? Yeah, I'm going to have to say the uh, the Cody Rhodes. Brock Lesnar match. Yeah, Second match, come down match. Yeah. Yeah. Or the main event, as Michael Cole called it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, uh, CM Funk. Uh, this might shock some of the fellow uh, listeners and, and people sitting here, but I'm actually going to go with the uh, Logan Paul and uh, Ricochet match that led it all. I uh, thought you were going with the Slim Jim Battle yeah, Royal. Yeah, uh, no, if no, you were going to say that or the, or the Shayna match, I, I was going to say no. No, I snapped <laughs> into it. but uh, Okay. Yeah. No, they Ricochet, and, yeah. yeah but hey, they, they lit it up, man. Yeah. They good. they had a real good match. Um, uh, nobody got seriously hurt. Um it was it was good times. Fifty nine thousand one ninety four at Ford Field at SummerSlam. How about that? It was seventy five thousand at WrestleMania twenty three. So they definitely have a good portion of the board uh, this, cut off. This is a sidebar, but did you guys know that Vince is actually taking some time away? Vince, yeah, yeah. It's spinal surgery. Yeah, it's yeah, spinal surgery. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it was like a serious spinal surgery. He's got a spine. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Wow. Yeah, I knew but, he had hey, one. listen, they, he, we're about to find out soon because he's going to be in Got court. Got a heart. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we might have to take a, a, th a third segment. We'll, we'll wait for this uh, preview to play, but we got to watch Gunther and Drew McIntyre, I think. Gunther. Or should we watch that live and just turn this up and, and just react to it? What do you think? Sure. Let's do it. Let's just turn it up. But turn uh, it up. Uh, we gotta, while, while we're waiting for that to come. We're going to wait. Yeah. Let's talk about last week or – I'm sorry, not last week. The last time we were on the podcast, yes. we talked about best tag teams of all time. We teased it. We teased it. Now it's the payoff. Oh, the payoff. Wow. And you know what? We, we got lists. We got lists, yes. I think. So, yeah. Some people have lists. because You got lists. I know way too ugly. much homework on this. So. <laughs> yeah. Homework is good. So we're, we're going to bring it up I now. Did, I devoted a good five minutes of thought to it. <laughs> In the middle of this SummerSlam. to it since. Well, you know. <laughs> That's all right. But CM uh, Funk, we, while you. Uh, thing, you know? That was three weeks ago. <laughs> so let's, let's talk about the Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling. Let's put it up there. Let's, let's get a top four at least going for everybody. Um, and CM Funk, let's start with you with Mr. List. All right. Um, you know, we, we brought up a lot of good tag teams. We were kind of just throwing stuff out. We were. In the last uh, podcast. And we did. And, and I went back and I just thought about it. And, and I, I listed like 16 teams that I was like, they're, they're, they're tag teams everybody should know, everybody should love. So when I finally broke it down, though, these are my four. I've got the Road Warriors. Mm. They're, they're number one on my list. They'll always be number one on my list. Word. End, end of day. Yeah. Um, two other teams I put on there. You guys kind of uh, made me think about them and 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 really consider them. Put the Dudleys on there, mm. yeah, and the Usos. Word. So I mean, you know, kind of representing all the different things. Now my fourth team, it's a team nobody threw out there, and it just kind of came to me, and I thought these guys were like, these guys put tag team wrestling into a whole different world. And that's the fabulous Freebirds. Wow. Okay, you know, good. So Michael P.S. Hayes, Terry Gordy, and uh, Buddy Roberts. Damn right. Uh, back in the day. And, I mean, people still use the Freebird rule to this day when mm -hmm. you've got three members of a team. You know, pick any two to, to represent the team. and stuff That's like that. a so, real good one. Um, and they, they, they ruled territories wherever they went. You know, they were the number one draw whenever they went to a territory. They really the were. 
It was a great faction. They used a, it was great tag team matches. They they wrestled individually sometimes, but the free bird rule, man, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right, nice list. So uh, the Road Warriors at the top, Legion of Doom. You got it. All right, uh, fit ugly. Uh, all right. This is in no particular order. Okay. I'm gonna take uh, the Hardys. Okay. Um, I think that they, I think they kind of revolutionized in WWE at least. The way people looked at, at tag teams, you know, especially when it came to Jeff and, you know, like that rock star image kind of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely take the Road Warriors. I, I think you got to. Just historically, I mean, one of the biggest tag teams ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go Edge and Christian. There you and go. And I'm actually take them over the Dudleys. I, I think that when it came to, like, WWE, I mean, as far as, like, the characters, especially when they found themselves with, like, that, like, California surfer gimmick, mm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, a five-second pose and yeah, all yeah. that. I mean, those guys were just unmatched. Cause I, and I think out of everybody, out of all of the tag teams of the Attitude Area, besides the New Age Outlaw, they had the most character. Like, nobody was touching them on the yeah, mic. Yeah, true. Truth. I, I don't think the Hardys could, the Dudleys couldn't touch them on the mic. Like, these guys were golden. Truth. Um, Usos, I'm sorry. Uh, Dan, you don't, don't have to be yeah, sorry for I'm, that. I'm going to take the Usos. Um, obviously, they're still going, but I think they're yeah, they're legends already. Right, it's hard not to at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Good list. Yeah. Um, we'll give it to you. Go ahead, JT Wrestling. Who's your top four? All right, I'm, I would definitely go with the Hardys. There you go. Um, and for going back to history, I'd definitely go with Legion of Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also uh, do the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal. Well, same team. Same team. Oh, they were? Okay. Yeah. Road Warriors and Legion. Just Dude, different name, but yeah. Are you talking Demolition? Demolition. Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah, I was, the Axe and the Smasher. You got yes, me. Yes, yes, yes. That's on my list, but keep yes, Yeah, we'll, um, we'll talk more about that. Keep going. And um, I throw the Dudleys and also Edge and Christian in there. Yeah. That's a lot yeah, of good tag yeah, teams. I say JT Russell's got the entire TLC. Uh, he does uh, <laughs> matches uh, going on there. All of them, yeah, yeah. pretty much all of the original TLCs. <laughs> a shout out to Peacock. Uh, Demolition's on there for me, just because when I started watching wrestling, that was uh, that was the team. Now, now, granted, they were both pretty big, pretty out of shape, but what they needed to do, they did very well. Uh, it was a relatively short run, considering like. The Legion of Doom run, um, and we're, we're going to wait for Gunter's entrance. But, uh, yeah, the, the demolition's on there for me. I think they should go into the Hall of Fame together. It's it WWE lore, I think so. Uh, definitely the Road Warriors are up there, too, but that's longevity. That's on everybody's Mount Rushmore. Got to leave them in there. Um, the Dudleys, which I brought out before, I, I think legitimately tag team longevity and just impact on the business at every every turn. And I want to throw in the Rock and Roll Express, actually. Um, way back in, uh, they're still probably going today. They're probably tag-teaming in the armory down the street right now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just, you know, just talking about Ricky revolution. Martin's or an NWA uh, power. All yeah, the time, so. talking about revolutionizing the business, you know, for the time and place where they were with 80s hair bands, rock music, you know, they came first. Obviously, the Rockers are a direct ripoff of that in <laughs> WWE. Um, by, by the way, Marty Jannetty, Dark Side of the Ring, coming up uh, soon on uh, Vice. Pretty good. Um, 
Yeah, the Rock and Roll Express, I, that's another one when I was brought in with my aunt and uncle who always watched NWA, WCW on Saturday nights on uh, WTBS. Uh, they were in there. So, very impact. So, there's my four. There's my ra- Mount Rushmore of eight total peoples. Well, it could be more because some of these factions have more than two people in it. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that nobody, like, like threw the Hart Foundation out there. Like, didn't, didn't yeah, I was thinking two- about that. I think that's, I don't say, too uh, obvious, maybe. What about New Age Outlaws? Nobody threw them out there. You kind of did. I mean, I threw them out there, yeah. yeah. You're in, that, you're in the, the era. Yeah. Heart Foundation is classically, automatically, but they also, Bret Hart also went off and did a lot on his own, and Jim Neidhart didn't do too much on his own. That's why I would never put the Rockers or somebody. Like, you know, if you want to talk about legitimacy, longevity, but Heart Foundation, for its time and place, Wonderful. I just think the other teams yeah. just I, rank above them. Yeah, I mean, I, I got several other teams. I'm just going to kind of just real th- Go ahead. throw out there because I thought, like, you know, there's yeah. names that were popping up on me. So, like, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson. Ah, the brain Rever- busters. Rever- or Rever- just Even from Four Horsemen Day sure. and all that stuff. And sure, all. Like, sure. They were one of the best tag teams in the 80s. Um, Midnight Express. If you're going to throw a Rock and Roll Express out there, the Midnight Express. Absolutely. Were, like the ultimate arch enemy. T- fantastic team back in the day. Steiner Brothers, you know, Rick and Scott. The originals, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, was there any team bigger in the early 90s you Truth. Know, um, out there? And then this is one that I actually have considered throwing on my Mount Rushmore. And and I mean, it's going to be weird. It's out of the blue. But Harlem Heat. Hey, now. I knew, I knew that's what I was coming. I could dig it. I could feel it. it yeah. like, I can yeah. dig it. Yeah, you know, yeah. like... I, can, yeah. I feel like they're a forgotten tag team. Absolutely, it's beca- it's and only because they didn't wrestle in WWE. Probably, you know, because yeah. th- they were the WCW tag team. Absolutely, like, they were the, the top yeah. tag. Because I mean, we think about that tag years. team. It ended in what ninety eight. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right yeah. at the yeah, they didn't get really into the attitude right. era and yeah. all that. Not a huge long run, but impact wise and style wise, wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna turn up the volume so you might hear a little feedback, but we're gonna we're gonna watch this match between Gunther and Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental title. And uh, let's see what they can both do on their own against each other on the big stage. It's gonna be hard hitting. I I hope so. There may be a chop. Or, or yeah, yeah. You think? Or 35. Yeah. All right, here we go. Collar and elbow tie-up. That, no, we're not going to see a lot of that in this match. It was good, good, good questions, too, though. Absolutely. These Mount Rushmore questions are always so much fun. Yeah. yeah. And we're going a lot of different ways with them because a lot of people just say Mount Rushmore and they think of men's singles and that's all they want to put up there. Right. There's so many more facets to wrestling. Yep. Yeah. You know, so you can do Mount that, Rushmore that, of hardcore, Mount, that, Mount Rushmore of cruiserweight. The next one has to be – I was that, that was my next one, cruiserweight. Okay. Wow. Cruiserweight, Mount Rushmore. So think about that, Dirty Ugly Wrestling listeners, because well, when we talk about uh, our next podcast – Episode 120, we'll talk about cruiserweights. Everybody's going to have Ray on there. I, I feel like Ray is going to be... Got to be up there. Yeah, yeah. You, you almost kind of got to just do your next four. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like, even if you're not a Ray Mysterio fan, like... Yeah. I mean, he is You can't deny... You, he can't be denied. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. So far, even, this... Even if his weight has cruised above the, uh, <laughs> the limit in recent years. Ah. Uh, Tell you that tattoo's uh, getting bigger, man. We gotta give him a break. The man's what, almost fifty now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> True. Oh, True. what a maneuver! 
I think Rocket Mortgage is sponsoring this match. Look at the uh, outside there. Man, they've got a sponsor for every other match. I mean, it's, it's no different than the baseball game. I mean. Oh, they oh, all got patches it, on their sleeves. Yeah, look, I mean, you know, it's sponsorship everywhere, so. Sheesh. All right, this match is starting off a little slow, but it can't. It's going to pick up here shortly. <laughs> That's what we're hoping. Oh, boy. Glasgow kiss headbutt by Drew. That was a good one. Um, so Drew McIntyre had his time in the main event spotlight. I think, you know, if they ever need to, they can go back to it. I don't think they need to, but I think he's good. Um, Gunther. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Gunther Drew is, wins tonight. You think so? Gunther starts to climb the card. Oh! You don't think Gunther uh, holds on to the belt for about 40 more days till he passes the honky-tonk man's... Uh, I see title record. Oh, he's close to passing. He's the close record. to well, passing hey, the all-time record. How WWE likes that. So right. yeah, <laughs> they're, uh, they're into it right now. So it's only forty days. Why not? I don't know even if Hal Gunther loses the title unless it's in like a triple threat match where he doesn't is not involved in the decision. You know what I mean? How do you make Gunther lose at this point? He's only lost one match in WWE history that I know of, and that was oh, shoot. one singles match, and that was when he lost the NXT UK title. Right, to Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, Ilya Dragunov, who, by the way, is tearing it up on the NXT main card. Um, love what he's doing. Huh? NXT uh, just had the Great American Bash, and they did they did a pretty good job on huh. it. So, you like, so NXT is doing okay now? It's okay. It's just not very... I, it's got some... It's not 10 years ago, no. but it's not... Terrible. No, yeah, it, they they're doing a good job showcasing the development. Right, group, right. And they're de they're actually developing some superstars. Yeah. Truth. So, yeah. Uh, Which is we, what they need to be doing. Right. I mean, it's that was really always the point of it, you yeah. know. So, um, I think like Carmelo Hayes. I mean, I think we're going to see him up on the main roster soon. Yeah. Bron, Bron Breaker. I mean, we've been saying that for yeah, absolutely. Oh, a long time. Months now. Yeah. So. Oh, there's a chop, big overhand chop right to the chest by Gunther. NXT's doing okay. NXT's not going anywhere, but it's it's a it's a nice uh, thing to have when you're developing superstars for this big, huge and they business. And WWE started using main roster people to help supplement on NXT to help help with yeah. ratings. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, Judgment Day's been on there for the last like month, and of course, and now Dominic Mysterio is their North American champion. Right. So, I think I think there's it's smart use of the brand right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, everything Gunther is, does is, is Ziggler just still down there? Tight. Nah, Ziggler, uh, he, well, he wasn't even in that battle royal tonight, no, was he? He didn't even get to make the battle royal. Like, he was just on Family Feud, but that was taped like a year ago, so uh, WWE Family Feud. He's working cater. <laughs> <laughs> As they say, yeah. He's a low oh boy. That's a stiff clothesline, and Gun uh, Drew didn't move. Unfortunately, Drew had his spotlight, and we've talked about this because we this podcast has been doing a long time. Drew had his spotlight in front of nobody, but he carried what helped sucked, carry the company man. through the Thunderdome years. Yeah, because uh, that that year, I think he 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 won the Royal Rumble in January 2020 in front of a live and audience, that, and that crowd was hyped, hot. Right. Yep. So it sucked that going to WrestleMania, it was in front of nobody. Yeah, because I I don't even feel like we got to see a fair shake as drew mcintyre champion we didn't did not no 
But I think that's what I'm. What me? It's kind of past him now, isn't it? Well, I, I don't think so. I think since, could they do it again? Well, he's on Raw, right? If he's facing Gunther, Gunther's IC title. That's on Raw. So yeah, so he's on Raw. That's that's true. Yeah, because Theory's on SmackDown. So in theory, not that one. Um, they, you know, he could go after the World Heavyweight Championship. He could. Which now that that sure. would be okay. Yeah, that would be that's good. a workman's title. But as far as carrying Ooh, the WWE, here come the chops. I think he could do it again, but I think he his, he would need he need to almost be reinvented. Either he would have to turn heel, or yeah, there would have to be some serious story character change for him to build that momentum again. Okay. I feel you. Just not what he's doing now. No. Can't toe the line and yeah. get back uh, up there. Yeah, I mean, he's over. I think, you know, people like to cheer for him, but I don't think to that level for yeah. championship Oof. competition. Oh. Lots of chops, neck breakers. I think we're about to see a kip up from Drew McIntyre, a la Shawn Michaels. The other thing I think with Drew, like, trying to win there the it is. WWE title now, like, would be difficult because you're not going to have him beat Roman Reigns. No. I mean, he's already failed against Roman right. multiple times. So so you're kind of pigeonholed as to what he could do and who, who he could go after. So far, this match seems like... A to B, very decent. Not as hard-hitting as the WrestleMania match. It's got some spots. Powerbomb reversal, Drew McIntyre. Oh, ooh, lost him a little bit. Future shock. Cover. So, Fit Ugly, you were mentioning earlier that you think Gunther needs to lose the IC title to get pushed into a main event storyline? I think yes. Okay. Yes. Um, world, world championship or... I feel like that's the more realistic push I'm thinking about. Okay. Because he, he's, he's raw, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I so see. I, I'm right. thinking more of a... You few, see Gunther, Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins. That would be a good one. World Championship, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. This is... Uh, I think this might not be a one-off. I think they might uh, be starting a little feud here with Drew and Gunther. Yeah. Okay. I it could, seems yeah, like I maybe... See it. It, not, I so, see I'm it. not going to last for all. Oh, boy. Drew McIntyre flies. By the way, side note, Orioles win. They are now 27 games over 500, and they are now three games ahead of Tampa Bay, and it is August the 5th. So this is all good news for the Orioles. And we just won another series. And we could go for a sweep tomorrow. Oh, a seated dropkick by Gunter. Powerbomb. Mmm. Thank Gunther for uh, initiating that kick out. I can definitely see Gunther running with a world title, a heavyweight title, like up there. But whatever spot that he leaves for that IC title needs to be followed up eventually by somebody very well because I don't know if he's overperforming in the IC spot. I don't know if that's the word for it. But he, I, everything Gunther does is gold at this point. I mean, at this point, I, I think L.A. Knight at least needs to be in that intercontinental 
Now that could work. Talk. Now, he's on SmackDown though. So. But yeah, but that's a, he yeah. could be the U.S. title so, though. Yeah. So U.S. is right. His right. theory is his only Which option. I think, that would be I great. Think he's better suited for that anyway. Okay, you know, but yeah, yeah. I, I think Gunther is going to run a little while. I think you got to find the right way. I think somebody was mentioning earlier about him how to take the title off of him. Yeah, yeah right. You got to find the right thing to way to take the title off of sure. him at this point. And uh, yeah, because I don't. I think he's almost. Oh. And Drew oh. might be it if you do a series of matches between the if two. If you do it right. You know, yeah, if so. you don't do a one-off here. Because, I mean, it's technically not a one-off. Because, I mean, he did, they did face each other at WrestleMania with Sheamus in the mix. But they're working hard here. This almost seems like the precursor to a feud to me. Oh. And that's exactly Drew blocked the chop. Look at, look at uh, Gunther's chest. It's just as red as Drew's is. They're chopping back and forth. Here we go. Who's the dude in uh, AEW with the grooved head, the, the short, stocky dude who likes to no-sell chops and give chops? What's his name? Uh, the Japanese guy. Uh, oh, Minoru Suzuki. Thank you. Yeah. Suzuki. Yeah, he no-sells everything, though. No. Well, <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Chop back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Oh, oh. Speaking of AEW. Yes. Are there any interesting AEW storylines happening right now? MJF and Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's about it. No, <laughs> that's yeah, the top yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, good, consistent stuff. But, yeah, MJF and Adam Cole right now, they're doing this Best Buddies storyline, which is, like, absolute comic gold. And, it's genius. Especially and it's so since both fun. of them have been a heel uh, convincingly not too long ago, especially MJF. Right. I mean, they've now, got, they, they got their merchandise is the number one seller, their combo merchandise. Yeah. And they're just a thrown-together tag team because of storyline. Like, it's, <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> and they are facing each other in the main event of Wembley Stadium All-In on August 27th for the AEW World Championship. And then the, the guy that stole his name from me, CM Punk, he, <laughs> uh, he, he's been, you know, obviously... Running his mouth still and yeah. doing his CM Punk stuff, and he's the main event of Collision every week. Yeah, who's he feuding with right That's now? That's a show. Um, I don't think he's really feuding with anybody in particular. Ricky Starks was about the only one. Yeah. Okay. He's trying to feud with MJF because Punk Punk brought his AEW title that he claims he never lost. I saw that, clip. and he spray painted yeah. the X yeah. on it. So, yeah. oh Jesus, Drew is lighting up Gunther. But, I mean, there are some other decent here and there stories, but that's the big one. Um, but they're, they're, they're throwing together. I mean, they're having quality matches uh, on every show. And there's definitely some. Oh, they're, now they're battling on the top rope, chopping each other back and forth. In the oh, face, man. in the head. They're just stiffing each other. I have not seen one weak shot this whole match. Oh, 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 he Tommy dreamered himself. He sure did. It's over. That's it. Powerbomb. Oh, no, he just got him with the lariat. Now the powerbomb. Four moves in a row. Drew's done. It's over. It started with uh, the Tommy dreamer on the ropes. The crotch lariat. His chest is bruised. Wow. Look at that. They, they both have yeah, the, the not, battle scars. Yeah, they did not hold back. 
That was a that was a stiff match. I think maybe they. I think Ilya Dragunov comes up to the main roster. Oh in a few boy! Months and they reignite their feud, and that's the only way that Gunther loses. That I can dig that. Dragunov's like Gunther's kryptonite, essentially. Yep. That's the only match he lost. That'd I mean, be, that's that'd be pretty good. That would be awesome. And and if they let them go on the main roster, like they did on NXT UK, that would be awesome. And that was a um, that was a closed set. Sure. No, that was their first. Uh, that was, yeah, the first one was uh, pandemic era, right? Uh, match. I think the the last one was uh, in front of the 2021 crowd. I want to say the comeback crowd. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so before we uh, get off or move on to whatever we're doing next, we'll do it. So, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins are, are wrestling tonight. They are for the World Heavyweight Championship predictions. Bathroom. No, I'm sorry. It's terrible. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know. I just feel like I've seen it before. <laughs> Wait, we have. Yeah, last pay-per-view. But yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm but going with Rollins. Yeah. Go with Rollins. Okay. I'm going to take Finn. You're taking Finn? Yeah. All right. I think, I think, I think Rollins has had a long enough run with the uh, brand-new championship. And, you know, I think the Judgment Day with all the titles – would just give more uh, relevance to the Judgment Day. You know, Dom's got a title. Rhea's got a title. Plus, there's Finn's a good got a title. Damian Priest got senior money in the bank. Well, that's what I'm thinking. There's a good story. If Finn wins the title right. and Damian Priest is right there with the money in the bank all the time, like it's like the know. perfect the, yeah. uh, the all the way all the time tease. Yeah. So. Hey, they're actually having another premium live event that's not one of the big four on American soil. Pittsburgh, payback, September 2nd. That Labor Day weekend's going to be busy. Yeah, a little bit. All out, AE, all AEW's got a pay-per-view. And speaking of uh, Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, so I guess we have this left and we have uh, Tribal Combat. Am I missing anything? Oh, I'm sorry. The triple threat match that we're all looking forward to. <laughs> Son of a... Sorry. The bathroom break. <laughs> I, I really did mean that. I forgot. Um, I'm going to turn this down for a little bit so we can... Uh, look, you know, we appreciate the Dirty Ugly li listeners uh, listening in while we were talking before and during SummerSlam. Um, we have a lot more coming up. Episode 120. More coming up this year. Uh, lots, lots to talk about. This is great. We all appreciate you hanging out with us, listening to us wherever you can. Um... Tribal combat. Let's just talk about that real quick. Since we all got Seth Rollins, one Finn Balor. Um, does tribal combat do, do anything? Do we see any storyline changes? Do we see any title changes? JT Wrestling, we'll start with you. I believe Roman's going to hold on to the title. Anything else you see happening in this match? Uh, probably, um, no. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a good story and a good match either way. Uh, CM Funk. Yeah, uh, I mean Jay has no chance of winning this, but it's been a great story and a great ride. Um, I think Roman wins. I think we plant the seeds of Solo turning on Roman, and then that becomes the next feud for Roman till we get around to WrestleMania season. By the way, before Fit Ugly, I'm sorry to cut you off. Look, see, I I, I know we've seen this before. Seven years ago, Finn Balor. Wins the uh, undisputed championship, 
or the Universal Championship for the first time and has to give it up the next day to Seth Rollins. Oh, anyway, Fed Ugly, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm going to take reins on this. Uh, probably some interference maybe from Solo. But I do think that I would understand the Solo turn because if you're ending the J in Reigns feud, you, you got to go somewhere. Like, where do you go from there? Right. right. That, that's it. Yeah. Logical next step. Yeah. And I'm glad that Roman and Jay get to uh, have a major premium live event match in front of a live crowd. Because I think the last time, the only other time they did this one-on-one. I know they did it a couple times, but it was in front of the Thunderdome, if I remember correctly. Correct. Right. So, Roman wins. No Damian Priest, none of that bullshit tonight, I don't think. Uh, Damian Priest might get involved in this match. He might get involved in the Finn Balor Yeah, the Finn match, Balor. Seth which Rollins. makes more sense. Yeah, that could cause. For him to tease the money in the right. bank on this one. Yeah. Although, I'm going to throw a wrinkle in. They're already teasing the solo split. They've been teasing it for a couple uh, weeks. At least uh, probably longer than that. So I think Jimmy Uso comes back tonight. Supposedly to help his brother. And he does not. He turns against his brother. Ooh. And helps Roman keep the title. Ooh. And Jimmy's back in the bloodline. This is what I see. Jimmy's flat right now. With the, and Jay, Jay and Jimmy are alright together. But... They don't need to be together right now. They, they've had the Uso split a couple times, but now it would be a little more, more mean, meaningful in this bloodline. And so it's kind of like if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. But that's, that's, that's what I see. I, my problem with that is that I feel like it, it would almost be like a convenient story to keep this thing going. Right. It, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't feel natural. Like this story progression has felt natural. It's felt good. I think that would just be like a, we, we just want to keep the bloodline going. If it's got to come to its natural end, just let it in. I feel you. Just be yeah, done with it, you know. Um, you know, because uh, the only way I feel like it'll keep going, you got to introduce fresh blood. You you have to bring back the Rock, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, something like that. Uh, they might have more family that we don't know about training somewhere. Yeah, yeah. they do. Um, Umaga's son just uh, debuted. Oh, really? Not in WWE, but he did, just had his first. Uh, and the Rock's daughter has been working in NXT. Right? Yeah. So hey, but. Go. Could always bring back, uh, uh, what was that? What was the the, the big girl? Um, oh, uh, Nia Jax. Yeah, her. Yeah, that's uh, that's blood right there. Yeah, we can get get the females. Yeah, there. Oh wait, we won't do that. On we the don't do that because the WWE don't do. No, <laughs> we we don't like. My fault. Sorry. And and do we uh, before we uh, thank you for hanging with us. One more tangent. Do we think the demon for now is gone? Because it's all Finn Balor Judgment Day. Yeah, I, th I think for now, I think when Finn goes back to being a face, yeah. we'll see the demon again. Yeah, I mean, because they brought him out, what, at uh, a Royal Rumble with the Hell in a Cell match with uh, Ed? Yeah. Or was that WrestleMania? I forgot. That might, uh, or another premium live event. I know they brought him out one more time. Right. But that was, yeah. Seven. Oh, seven years ago. With that, uh, that's what it is. I think it's in it's in the yeah. uh, it's in the bag of tricks yeah. if necessary. And, and I don't think I don't think he's been needing it right nah. now nah. with uh, Judgment Day. And I and honestly, I just felt like on this main roster they have never made good use of the demon character in general. True. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Damn shame too. That's a, one of the first entrances I ever saw to get a pop. Like, right. and that's <laughs> the about literal where, entrance got a that, pop. That's about where the impact stops. Yeah, yeah. That entrance. Karrion Cross's yeah. entrance got a pop on NXT, and yeah. now we see what's happening with him. So. Exactly. 
But you know what? WWE's doing a lot of different things. There's a lot of content to watch, as we all know. AEW, we're going to talk about. Next time we come back, we're going to talk about All In, uh, Wembley. We're going to talk about Payback coming up. Uh, we got more, I'm sure, to talk about. And we just appreciate being here and talking wrestling and hanging out and having fun. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter or X or whatever it's called now. Uh, I don't know. Elon Musk had to change that or what, I don't know what the hell. Yeah, he changed it to X. X. Yeah. That's not the rating for our podcast, by the way. That's yeah. uh, that's just where where you can find it. Yeah, it's where we're going though. MySpace, it's probably on there too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw up the X. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been fun. Let's finish watching SummerSlam. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Be safe. Enjoy the rest of your August. Keep watching the Orioles. Uh, NFL season's about to start. Cleveland Browns already won the first game. Not that it matters, but you know, preseason and all that. Oh, we're gonna hear the sa- oh, we're gonna hear the song for a while. That's what they needed them all the time for. What the heck? What is, is he Seth wearing? Rollins wearing? Drip. I think my parents had curtains like that back in the 70s. They need to burn them down. <laughs> Literally. I think you could. There's probably a lot of... Uh, what There's the hell? There's a lot hell? of flammable material right there. There's a lot of asbestos. Or something. He's he, Literally, this, the sleeves are very puffy. He looks like a comic book character from Disney. This feels like uh, this feels like uh, uh, Rocky IV, Apollo Creed coming out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Living in America. Like just, yeah, just like super extravagant. And then Finn Balor just in there with like this black jacket on, you know. Does that mean Seth Rollins, Rollins is going to die? Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we don't want that. We don't need this. We don't need, need anybody pulling an Apollo Creed if right now. If he dies, he dies. If he... <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah, thanks to uh, Redner's. We said that earlier. And, and uh, also the Amish Market Cookies. We appreciate all that, too. They'll never hear it. And Steve <laughs> Weiser's Broken Skull Lager. Hey, join us next time. Listen to all our archived episodes. Share this with everybody. We appreciate <laughs> you. Dirty Ugly Wrestling. Three, two, one. Deuces. Deuces. That means we're out.